many of us, Labor Day weekend is the last hurrah before going back to our regularly overscheduled lives. The break of summer with trips to the lake and vacations and warm weather and campfires and backyard barbecues is so needed. It's this time to rejuvenate and to enjoy. But the funny thing about summer is that it seems to go by really slowly and too fast all at the same time. So I'm kind of ready, mostly ready, to go back to our normal schedule. But the summer also flew by. So our family has this large erasable calendar in our mudroom, and I just got around to updating it a couple days ago. And at the last time I updated it, the end of May, it still all had all of our June stuff on it. That's summer life in my family. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, you must not do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and your comrades, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoer still do evil, and the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. See, I'm coming soon. My reward is with me to repay according to everyone's work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they will have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and fornicators and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. It is I, Jesus, who sent my angel to you with this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let everyone who hears say, come, and let everyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who wishes to take the water of life as a gift. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. The one who testifies to these things says, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all the saints. Amen. This week we're wrapping up our year theme of momentum and what better way to end than with a look at the ending of Revelation. A reminder that Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. That phrase actually reminds me of a quotation by the philosopher Seneca, also lyrics from the song Closing Time by Semisodic. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Seneca was a Roman philosopher who actually lived during the time of Jesus and was in fact born around the same time as Jesus even. This quotation from him speaks to this idea that life is circular. Things begin, they end, and the end of one thing leads to the beginning of another. The circle of life. 
It's also why wedding rings are used to symbolize marriage, because they're meant to last forever, a circle that has no end. Our lives are filled with beginnings and endings, doors that open and doors that close, doors that open at the close. Our lives are filled with choices that we make and choices that others make, choices that can open and close doors for us. Have you ever stopped to think about how you got to the place that you are in life right now? How a series of choices and circumstances and things outside of your control led you up to this moment and this space? I think of all the choices that I've made in life, choices that led me to the point that I'm at right now. I think of my choice to join the military, which ironically led me to working at a Bible camp where I met my husband and I realized my call to ministry. I think of my time in Kuwait where I counseled lots of people and I realized that that's something that I really enjoy doing. I think of how other people's choices have influenced my life in ways both positive and negative all of which opened some doors, closed others, and led to new beginnings and the end of journeys in specific places. Last week, my husband and I attended beginning of the year conferences with our children. And we could sense the excitement, the anticipation, and the nervous energy coming from all the students who were getting ready for a new year of school. A new school year is a new beginning. And the end of a school year, which seems like it's a waste away, but it's closer than we think, that is also filled with excitement. Excitement for summer, a sense of accomplishment, but also a little bit of sadness. You've spent the last many months, and in the case of graduation, many years, building relationships with a group of people. And after that day, things change. I think the same could probably be said about retirement. You know, how many of us here who have graduated from high school or college or retired from a job have kept in contact with our former classmates, our former coworkers, even via social media? I can't remember my first day of high school or even my last first day of high school it was a while ago and I have some vague memories of my high school graduation day my first few days of college my college graduation you know bits and pieces of my seminary graduation my ordination and graduating from my different army schools and there's something in common with all of them they're all tinged with strong feelings being excited proud and nervous for what was to come. Each of these were a beginning and an ending. And those beginnings and endings move us and shape us into the people that we were created by God to be. Even if they don't necessarily work out in the way that we were hoping or expecting. Sometimes we're afraid of the end. Sometimes we're afraid of the beginning. And sometimes we're afraid of both. I actually know someone who won't read the last chapter of a good book or watch the series finale of the show that they love because they just don't want it to end. 
I also know someone who will read the last chapter of a book before the beginning because they want to know how it ends before they decide if they want to start the book or not. You know, it's not the tactic that I would necessarily use all the time, but I can't lie and say that I have never read the end of a book before starting it, especially in times where I just, I can't bear to read a sad ending. And so I wanna know if it's gonna be sad before I start the book. But the thing with only reading the ending is it's just the ending. There's a lot more to a story than just the ending. And for some, if you don't like the ending, you can imagine a new ending. If you were to read the end of the Bible before you read the rest of it, you would see the words, Amen, come Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all the saints, Amen. This is a beautiful ending to the words of the Bible. But even that doesn't tell the whole story of God, nor does the beginning with the story of creation. They're amazing stories. They're amazing words, but they're just the beginning and they're just the end. And what happens in between those stories, that shows God's work in the world and God's love for us. And it's the same with our own stories. Each beginning and each end is important. They're a snapshot in time. And yes, those snapshots are filled with joys and sorrows, hopes and dreams, mundane moments and everything in between. And that's the point. And that's the thing with God too. You know, Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. The first and last, quite literally, as Alpha and Omega are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. Jesus is the beginning and the end. Jesus was there in the beginning. Jesus is there at the end. And Jesus is there right now in the space between. When we're nervous for the beginning and the end of something, we can also have hope and trust that God is there with us that the end is not the end, but it's just the start of something new. And that the beginning, the start of something new, will lead us to places and endings that we might not have dreamed. Places and endings that help us grow. Places and endings where our spirits are renewed and our story starts again. God's story meets us in all of those places. And for that, we give thanks to God. Amen. During the next few days, I encourage you to go deeper into the message with these two reflection questions. The first, what does the quotation, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end, mean to you? And the second, what does it mean to you to hear that Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end?